You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter Podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by the Black Tux. My name is Matt Lupe, and I'm joined by Sean McMenamin and Logan Banker. We're all members of PHL Eagles Nation, enhancing your Eagles experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. On Wednesday, Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson hosted a press conference at the Combine and had some important things to share with us. We're going to take you through the biggest points and discuss them. First of all, the biggest news came with Nick Foles. Logan? Yeah, so obviously the biggest storyline that we're starting with is um, the announcement Howie Roseman made with Nick Foles. Uh, Howie said after weeks of discussion within the organization, the Eagles decided to let the super, uh, former Super Bowl MVP walk in free agency. And that um, kind of came as a surprise because there was some speculation that the Eagles might try, try to franchise tag Foles and then trade him to another team. But I think the fact that the Eagles are letting Foles walk so quick quickly without even discussing a trade at the combine, which how you uh, refer to as the NFL's version of the MLB uh, winter meetings uh, meant that the market was pretty much so dry for a trade that there was no chance that they'd find a deal. Instead of lingering around with Foles and trying to see what's going on, they're moving in a different direction, uh, letting Foles find a team that he can start for a while, also seeing money so the Eagles can um, land other players that they can sign to help their team. And um, I think we can all agree that this decision from Howie and the Eagles is the right one. How we talked about this before and we were all pretty much on the same page it allows Foles, like i said to find a new team they can start for and the eagles don't kind of get they don't take the risk of being stuck with a 25 million dollar back quarterback which is very important considering they do need to sign other uh players to fill up holes so um obviously it's a sad day it's an end of an era for nick Foles and the eagles but um ultimately this is what had to happen it's now officially carson wentz's team yeah it's definitely a tough situation and was definitely the right move from the eagles standpoint because it would definitely would have been tough to pay a guy $25 million as a backup quarterback. And as we've said many times, we are very grateful for everything that Nick Foles has given to the city of Philadelphia, including the Super Bowl title and Super Bowl 52. And we will miss him. But like, as you said, Logan, this is Carson Wentz's team and he's our franchise quarterback for the future. And we gave up so many picks and players to draft him for a reason. So moving forward, this is his team, and he'll have to show us why, and I think he will moving forward. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we all, we're all sad to see Nick Foles go, but unfortunately it comes down to a business decision. This is what the NFL really is coming to be, even if you have a guy that you want to keep around forever. you uh, It's hard to keep one guy throughout one team his whole career, even though Foles has been with other teams. You can't really keep him here for the rest of his career. It was just too risky without a trade in line. I would say the Giants and the Jaguars are the biggest suitors for Nick Foles. I mean, the Giants are kind of like playing around with the idea. They kind of want Eli Manning to develop a draft prospect behind him. But if they have the option to get Foles, they do really like him. Um, And I think the market will open up a little bit for Nick Foles because maybe some teams that are reported to have interest 
maybe that was like a little bit limited just because the Eagles were interested in trading him. I would think that maybe one or two more teams might jump into the full sweepstakes this offseason and get him that big contract that he deserves. And I think the Eagles are really excited for Nate Sudfeld to be the backup. Doug Peterson said that he's not the established backup quarterback. He's done everything right to this point, but he's still going to have a competition. He might bring in a veteran or a late-round draft pick. So, um, But he's really happy to see the progression of Sudfeld, and he's really confident to see him back up Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think um, Sudfeld being able to learn from um, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles over the past few years is definitely a uh, pretty important. I think another thing, too, that was pretty important with trying to trade Foles is just a dollar sign. I think um, teams thought $25 million might be a little too expensive for Foles, which I obviously would probably all agree it's kind of crazy because he was a Super Bowl MVP and he's shown they can lead the team in the playoffs. But um, I've seen some people kind of dangle around uh, the Case Keenum contract where he got around 18 to $20 million when said Foles would maybe get more guaranteed money, whereas Keenum's wasn't fully guaranteed. So um, I think teams just weren't willing to add a draft pick along with paying more than they originally would have four falls so um then said you have to take a chance on open market yeah those are all good points and i definitely think howie roseman made the right decision in letting him walk as there was not much of a market uh that kind of fell apart like you said and so the next point that we took away from the press conference was howie roseman noted that he will be aggressive in both the free agency and the draft and will definitely plan definitely plans to look go after look to go after top free agents and players in the draft, uh, running back, wide receiver, and any, every position that the Eagles need to address. And as you've seen in previous uh, career, in a, previous seasons, Howie Roseman signed Alshon Jeffrey to a big two-year deal and also noted stated that he will be looking at Le'Veon Bell this offseason. And so it's just a point for Eagles fans to look forward to in hopes that he can get the great get some great players and add them to this team for 2019. Yeah, I think it's, um, they kind of create this norm of being aggressive in the offseason. It's kind of not really normal to see the Eagles just kind of sit down. I mean, last offseason, they're kind of a little bit less aggressive because they were the Super Bowl champions. They didn't have a lot of money. But um, Howie kind of said they got to prepare for the future. They're not going to let the cap space come as an excuse. And um, whether it be a, a player like Le'Veon Bell or maybe like Tevin Coleman with a little bit cheaper, um, they're going to be aggressive and look for somebody that can bring them the most success and better their football team. Yeah, and uh, another thing that Howie mentioned too was um, the compensatory picks too. Uh, um so obviously that's kind of been like a big development over the past few years with the Eagles trying to get as many picks as possible. And um, obviously it's important when you have a quarterback like Carson Wentz who could eventually get 40 million per season. So you do have to be kind of smart financially. And um, like this offseason, the Eagles will probably get plenty of compensatory picks just because they do have Ronald Darby. They got JJ, uh, Brandon Graham, guys like that in the open market. But um, how you said that uh, he's not going to let that get in the way of signing other free agents. So if you sign a free agent and, it could kind of cancel out a compensatory pick you, you could get. And um, but at, the, at the end of the day, Matt, you mentioned this uh, other day when we were kind of talking more casually about this, how you said um, positions like defensive end where it used to be really strong, it could now become weak over the next year or so with uh, players even like Michael Ben and Chris Long. So say they look at a guy like Trey Flowers, that's a guy who for years to come could be very good for the Eagles and he might be expensive, but they do have to uh, compete for now because they do have a team that's able to win the Super Bowl. So uh, even though they might lose some picks, it's still worth it uh, being aggressive. 
Yeah, for sure. Howie mentioned that they're not looking just for one year production of a player. They're looking for next year, three years down the road. So I think he's definitely thinking long term with this team because they have their core group of Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox. They're all locked in for the long term and they got to create a lot of playmakers around those guys to contribute and make a championship roster again. So um, Howie's definitely going to be looking not only who's going to be the right fit for the Eagles, but who they um, want to see that fits their character, their work ethic, um, and their production on the field. So there's a lot of factors that go into it, but I think Eagles will be looking around a lot. Yeah, I think um, with the short uh, contracts, uh, like we saw last year with uh, Holy Holy Gloss, guys like that, it didn't really work out. And like you said, they need guys that can fit their scheme, guys that will be there for for a while. So I don't think we'll really see any more one-year, two-year deals anymore like we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be important to address uh, needs of this team and pick up some players that can give consistent years of playing time with these Eagles and provide to be uh, great in their time with the Eagles if we do end up getting them and lead us to be successful for many years to come. Yeah, for sure. And now we have a quick message from our sponsor. All right, we're back. And one more thing that um, Harry Roseman was mentioning was the state of the left tackle position. And first of all, if we'd like to congratulate Jason Kelsey for being the number one at his position with an 84.9 PFF grade. That's an awesome accomplishment by Kelsey. He was an all-pro last season and just goes to show that the Eagles have a great offensive line, a great leader on that unit. But um, let's get into this. So the left tackle position is kind of a big question mark for the Eagles. They don't know if Peters is going to return or um, if he's the right player to bring back. And Harry Roseman kind of said that Jason Peters is a a kind of player that you kind of give them what he wants because he's done so much for the organization. I've mentioned this. You guys have both mentioned this uh, podcast of our podcast that we've talked about. Jason Peters, I know it's kind of like another business decision, but He's the heart and soul of the Eagles, and if he wants to return, then they're going to try to accommodate him as much as possible. But one interesting thing they that Howie mentioned was Matt Pryor, that he played tackle and guard in college, and he kind of put him in, in there as a possibility as well. So maybe he will get a few more snaps uh, next season. And he also mentioned that all the personal conver- conversations between him and his players like Jason Peters or Jason Kelsey contemplating retirement are private. He's not going to announce any updates to those. And I think that's the right thing to do, obviously. Keep that confidentiality between you and your players. And I would say the Eagles would not be taking a left tackle early in the draft just because they have options. The draft is not deep left left tackle. They could be going um, in the first round before pick 25. So... I would say the Eagles are just going to ride with either Jason Peters or Vitae this season and see where it takes them in the future. Yeah, I think any time you uh, have your GM calling a player a freak athlete, he's pretty open to keeping them on the roster. And um, I'm sure how he will try to bump down uh, Jason Peters' contract from $13 million. And uh, we said before how we probably wouldn't keep him um, on the roster at $13 million. I think you said that you would keep him. And obviously now it's looking like if it does come down to him being on the roster for $13 million, how he will keep them because Jason Peters is a very key part of the offensive line. Obviously, the left tackle is one of the most important positions in all football. And um, I think even if it were to come down to Vitae, say Peters does retire, I think the Eagles are comfortable with him. So I definitely agree that um, 
the Eagles won't be taking a left tackle high. I was hoping they'd maybe take a look at Greg Little in the first round, but it doesn't make sense to, um, to draft a player in the first round that you're not going to use at all. So obviously they uh, probably be rolling with Jason Peters now. Yeah, for sure. And I think if Howie Roseman does decide to keep Peters around, it's essential for him to restructure his contract so that uh, he can stay on this team and provide a veteran presence, like we said time and time again about this topic. So I think we can definitely address the left tackle need maybe in free agency or down the road. I think one thing to take away from this is they love Peters, and if he wants to return, he will return. We'll see what kind of happens with the contract, but the the need for the left tackle is kind of pushed off for a little bit. And another player that Howie Roseman had great things to say about was Nelson Aguilar, or um, Nelson, Ag- is it Nelson Aguilar, and uh, Doug Peterson had a lot of great things to say about him as well. So, Logan, what did you get from that? Yeah, that was definitely one of the things I was most happy to see from yesterday's press conference um pretty much doug said that uh, nelson aguilar is pretty negatively affected by the golden tate trade but he said aguilar didn't complain once about his role being reduced and he said um nelson aguilar is one of the first players and one of the uh one of the last players out pretty much day in day out and he loves him as a player and uh there have been swirling around that because of nelson aguilar's uh, nine the dark cap hit he may get traded um but i think uh pretty much doug peterson's comments kind of like, cool down any of those rumors um we mentioned how um aguilar might be a little bit too pricey at $9 million, but he is a playmaker and he's still very young. And he does seem like a team player. So I think if it does come down to it, he would be willing to shave a few million dollars off of his contract for the better of the team. So um, I think the awards from Doug Peterson were very promising for Nelson Aguilar with his future in Philly. So that's definitely a great thing that came out of yesterday. Yeah, I also loved when I heard that news as well, because as you've seen Aguilar, he's truly shown that he's a dedicated hard worker and will do anything for this team in order to see them succeed. Even if he's not getting the targets game in and game out, he has proven that he will bounce back from anything as earlier in his career, he struggled with drops, but we all know he definitely bounced back and had one, his best season two years ago and also had another productive season last year. Although it was tough at the end when the Eagles added golden Tate, as you said, Logan, but I think moving forward, I would love to see Nelson on this team. Yeah, I love the confidence from Doug Peterson and Nelson Aguilar. Howie Roseman had some great things to say about him as well. And I think it was great for Doug Peterson to point out the Golden Tate remark because it's okay to admit your mistakes. I mean, they thought that they were getting a great wide receiver, which they did, but they just couldn't utilize him the right way. Golden Tate didn't have the production that the Eagles thought that he would. Um, But Nelson Aguilar did suffer from that, and he can really shine without Golden Tate being on the roster. So what I got from that is Golden Tate won't be around next season and Nelson Aguilar is really going to come back to that uh, 2017 form less drops more yards more touchdowns and he can might throw in that deep ball a few times in Nelson Aguilar yeah absolutely and um I think the Eagles just even looking at paper on Nelson Aguilar um his stats it did it definitely seemed like he had a down year last year but statistically we mentioned this before his stats were pretty similar similar to from 2017 to 2018. So I think they realized that if he does get utilized the way he should be, he could really be a over a thousand yard receiver, maybe double digit touchdowns, which would be a great, a great boost for the offense, considering they really struggled at times moving the ball in the passing game and uh, really didn't get a second receiver to really solidify themselves in the offense. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. One more player that they had high praise for was Josh Adams. Sean, what'd you get from that? So I also liked what I heard from what Doug Peterson had to say as he was a highly touted player in last last offseason as we picked him up as an undrafted free agent 
and showed faith in him towards the end of the season, as at one point Doug Peterson said that he would be the lead back, but a few weeks later that was not meant to be, as he pretty much just benched him and gave Wendell Small more of the touches, which was a little puzzling to me, but maybe it had to do in part with Adams' uh, fumbling issues, although it was only one or two. But heading into this season, Peterson that said that he believes in him and he will have a role on this team in 2019, and I really like to hear it coming from uh, I'm a Notre Dame fan. So I really liked him in college, and I think he has the potential to be a great running back for this Eagles team. Yeah, I think it was good to show the confidence in Josh Adams because the running back position is kind of up for grabs at this point. And although Adams won't be the starter next year, um, it's good to have him as a rotational piece. He has a great price being an undrafted free agent. And he did mention that having him around for another offseason with Deuce Staley, the running back coach, will really benefit him and um, kind of get him more involved in the offense. So I'm excited to see what Josh Adams can bring to the table. Even if he's like the fourth rostered running back on this team, I think he can still be a little bit productive, um, be that powerhouse back that the Eagles have been lacking, and show off what he did in Notre Dame. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear Josh Adams' name come up yesterday, just considering there is limited time for Doug Peterson to talk. And um, I think the when he he pretty much fell off the face of the earth after those few weeks where he was to lead back, and he, he did pretty well. He was averaging up four yards per carry when he was a starter for the Eagles. Eagles and then in the playoffs I think he maybe got one carry if that and uh Wendell Small would pretty much took over all the work so I kind of assumed that Adam's time in Philly would be done so I think uh Doug Peterson mentioning him is obviously a great sign for him and his future he's from the area and everything so I'm sure Adams would love to stay with the Eagles and like you said Matt, he's not going to start next year but um just because he's so young and he did show potential I think him being a rotational back and getting learned from other running backs depending on who they bring in would be very useful for him. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can bring to the Eagles in 2019 as Peterson showed that he believes in him, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, we have a lot more to talk about the running back position, but first, one more message from a sponsor. All right, Doug Peterson fielded a lot of questions about running backs, which is rightfully so because the running back position, as I mentioned earlier, is up for grabs. And he mentioned that a lot of offenses in the NFL thrive on a two-running back scheme, um, kind of like Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman type of deal, or C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley, as we saw late in the season with the Rams. Um, this kind of hints that the Eagles won't be pursuing Le'Veon Bell in the offseason, even though they said they're going to be aggressive. I doubt that they bring in a running back for over $15 million a season when they want to run two running backs. Um, I would say the best case, they bring in a mid-level free agent and a high draft pick, whether it be David Montgomery or Devin Singletary, two guys that I really like in the second or third round. And it looks like the running back position will be Adam, Sproles, and Clement coming from uh, last year's team, and then a draft prospect and a free agent. That free agent might even be Jay Ajayi. We'll see what happens with him, but rumors are swelling that he is still in contact with the Eagles, but he wants to wait till he's fully healthy to sign a contract with anybody. So, um, we'll see what happens, but I would I would think we would get at least one new face from that um, this offseason. Yeah, another thing we can take away, too, is also from when Howie Roseman talked about it. He pretty much said that he's not going to be overly aggressive when pursuing running back. He's not going to necessarily reach. So, obviously, that kind of cancels out Le'Veon Bell, but also rules out the Eagles taking a running back potentially the first round. I know um, Josh Jacobs was a guy I was thinking they could take. He If he weren't to get taken around the fifth pick for the Buccaneers, he could have slid down to where the Eagles were selecting. So um. Not, but 
pretty much with what Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson. So that's kind of off the table. And um, I was surprised to hear Jai's name. We're on the same page that considering his injury history, it's pretty iffy to retain him just because you can't really trust me. Tore the ACL in one knee and has bone on bone in that knee. And now he tore the ACL in his other knee. So that's both knees now where he's kind of iffy. And you can't really trust that. And you can't really put him on a big workload. But he would be pretty cheap. So he definitely is an option at running back. But um, obviously, it remains to be seen what will happen. Uh, but the Eagles definitely have options. Yeah, so the running back position is a, p- a position where we have discussed many times on previous podcasts where it's something the Eagles need to address this offseason, whether it's free agency or in the draft. And there are a few big names out there where the Eagles can get their guy for the future and who will serve as lead back for many years to come and serve as the player who we've been missing pretty much since LaShawn McCoy. And so I also think it's important to note that the Eagles set up a meeting with it was Josh Jacobs and I think it was Singletary for tonight at the NFL Combine. So that intrigued me, and I really hope that we can get one of those guys in this year's draft because they've shown that they can have versatile roles on an NFL team. Yeah, for sure. Actually, the Eagles set up um, a total of seven formal meetings with running backs in the Combine, so they're definitely interested in the running back position, especially in the draft, um, they're they're kind of looking for their guy around the second to fourth rounds. Um, I think that's a great spot to target a player because, as we said, we might not get Josh Jacobs or might want, not want to invest a first-round pick in him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely think they'll be looking in the mid-rounds for running back, whether it's a day, uh, day two pick in the second round or even day three. So definitely we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion today, just send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter. Check out our latest articles on PHLSportsNation.com. Logan wrote about um, how the Eagles can solve their deep threat issue this offseason. Sean's was the buzz on Broad Street, a review of all Philadelphia teams, and mine is a look at Eagles free agents, who should resign and who should leave. Be, Be sure to subscribe on all platforms and tune in next time for more Birds Banter. Go Birds. Little side note from all of us, here and Philadelphia Phillies fans and everyone at Philadelphia Sports Nation, welcome to Philadelphia, Bryce Harper. We're glad to have you. Yes, for sure.